Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Dave Hasty. Josh, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave Hasty. I'm Josh Betteridge. And I'm George Ashwell. And we are Before the Lights. Before the Lights. Before the Lights. We run a gym in central London where we train actors for film roles. Everything from superhero workouts... Is trying to work out with Hugh Jackman just ridiculously intimidating? Yeah. I was like, oh, I lifted a 160 deadlift or something. And he was like, oh, mate, that's really good. Well done. Why are you talking pounds or kilograms? <laughs> <laughs> to keeping people ticking over mentally and physically between jobs. When I'm working as an actor, you're like, oh my gosh, I never knew that life could be this amazing. When you're not working, that can then feel like... I remember all of those older actors who were very sad whenever they weren't working. And I'm like, now I I get it. Our day-to-day is in the gym, but this is absolutely not a podcast about how to work out or get ripped. You might get the odd tip every now and again, because that is how we earn our living. But the main reason we're here is just to chat to our clients about their careers and their relationship with fitness. This is where I start to sound kind of like one of those one of those actors who's going to talk about his prize. <laughs> um, like, you got to look after your instrument, man. Expect everything that goes on behind the scenes, when they're on sets, on stage, or embarrassing themselves during a workout. It's me running, and you just see, like, my hand. <laughs> I keep on going. So you just see me kind of, you like, limping oh. out of shot. I was first up for the relay team, and I didn't have any spikes. We set off, face-planted uh. on the ta- tarmac, and I just heard Scott Dawson, who I fancied so much, go, Liv, your ass is munching on your shorts! Like that. You're listening to the Before the Lights podcast. This week we've got the wonderful Maisie Williams in. She talks about lots of things, including growing up on the set of Game of Thrones and her new role in the Sex Pistols biopic. Also a fellow podcaster, so that was really interesting to talk about that with her. She also unveils her huge passion with arts and crafts because she makes tiny little dolls to keep her calm. We have been promised a BTL doll. One doll might take a long time from what we're hearing as well, so we can wait. We can, we can wait. We can wait. Um, but yeah, it's a super interesting conversation. She's a great podcast guest. 
can we welcome to the Before Lights podcast the lovely Maisie Williams. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you. You, you're going to realise that you are a professional podcaster <laughs> and we are just yeah, <laughs> as idiots with microphones. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so funny, like this series of my podcast, we're like, we just need to have more fun, you guys. Like, we just need to show people our personality. So now we try and record from the beginning rather than being like, okay, now let's record. Frank Film Club. Yeah. yeah. It's great. So it was born out of the pandemic. Me and some friends who also work in film, we was trying to make a short film together when the pandemic hit and so we'd you know been on calls with each other the whole time and then everything stopped and so we were like why don't we just try and watch some films during this time Mm. and like hold each other accountable and chat about what we thought and so we started doing it offline like lo-fi and then yeah decided to turn it into a podcast like you know, like every- like everyone's doing, like. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been really good fun. Like yeah, we've, yeah, we've now on our third series, and yeah, just really. And now I feel like we're not only like have watched a lot more films, but like feel so much more confident talking about them as well, mm. which is good. Being like three girls who work in film, you tend to do a lot of like socially conscious films as like the the basis of your thing. It's not just like I'm just going to watch whatever's new now. Exactly, I think like you know when like so many films you can just watch and then you come out and like you just it's like nothing really happened you've learned um, nothing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and it's like nice to you know chat about films that are interesting there's a lot to speak on you know yeah i i remember listening to the one with olivia cook and um yeah when you, when you analyze the Paul, sound of metal yeah with with poor Assy's character mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god i thought that but i can't articulate what you're saying so i'm like that was really 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 good so good when someone says what you're thinking validated that was in here but i couldn't couldn't get that out yeah thanks for that most welcome that is kind of how it started as well because we were like every time that we're in film meetings like we feel so inadequate when we like chat about your cinema and like this is what we do like we should be able to like you know understanding it's only going to make you a better actor. Yeah. But it's the same with like what you're producing now as well, right? You're making things that are trying to be socially conscious. Yeah, definitely. We're just trying to tell stories that people aren't telling, you know. I think that's kind of how I got into it. I would read really cool scripts, but then they'd never get made. And I'd kind of think, like, why? I feel like the films that always do really well and, like, surprise people and come out of nowhere are always from new perspectives. And so, yeah, it's been really fun to to work with all kinds of filmmakers and, and writers and just, like, tell stories that... Um, that are new. Yeah. Is, it, is it often like those people wouldn't necessarily get a chance? It's like there's it's like definitely like a gap that needs to be bridged, I guess. Um, it kind of, like, a lot of people can help you when you've got, like, a really solid first draft, but, like, to get to that point and have, like, a really good script, it's like it takes a lot of development and mm. a lot of time, and it's, like, it's so much easier to do that with, with other people. And so I think what we really try and do is work with filmmakers who have an incredible idea and are trying to get to their first draft and then from that point onwards um, there's a lot of really great support you have to be able to afford that time you have another job or whatever and you're trying to develop a script you don't have the money the the resources to sit down and just give it as much time as it needs Mm -hmm. but if you're there to go okay this is a great story I can give you that time yeah. and I give you the ability to and help you out on building the journey then that's yeah. because that's the that's the gap I mean that's why we've seen the same film over and over again because it's the same people making it because they get the money and that's mm. how it works so it's yeah. breaking that cycle is really important totally I think like you so so much of the industry like expects writers to just like do all of that work for free in the hopes that after that point mm. they'll get paid to mm. for the script but like you know that's like it's a lot of time to yeah. put into something. It's a massive gamble as well. Yeah, and and you know you have no real security and like that sort of like upfront 
payment or just like security and like commitment is like mm. is kind of more rare to come by i think mm. I, it's, I definitely think that's something that needs to change yeah. in the industry so we started training well we did a little bit of training back in thrones days pre-season last season i think mm-hmm. but it was brief and then you kind of got back in contact just before you started the last thing you did which yeah. was the, the, the show about the sex pistols show. yeah 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 where you played a, you played an actual person I did, yeah, Which I played... Is what we like, as yeah. in, like, an actual person in, in history when you actually have, like, a, a yeah. reference point of what we're aiming for. That's always fun. Exactly. Was your training for that when you came in, was it kind of just from a physical point of view or was the... Like, we've spoken with a few people about yeah. how training can help you kind of get in the right mental frame of mind. Is, yeah. Was there an element of that to it? Yeah, I think it was less of the, like, it's aesthetics of it and more just of, like, the confidence. Jordan Mooney, who is the woman that I played, um, her fashion choices were, like, very provocative and she didn't wear a lot of clothes, but it was kind of, like, turning the male gaze in on itself and it was, like, in quite an aggressive way. And rather than her being, like, scantily clad and feeling like uncomfortable in that it was like she wanted to make other people feel uncomfortable with her boldness and yeah, yeah. yeah and so I think like within training and within working like with you George it just felt really good to find that connect like connection mm. with myself well, it's, it's that confidence she had you had a bit more confidence in in what you're doing yeah whether it was how you looked or just the fact you were training and it was giving you sort of strength exactly. and all those things mm. it was a uh, yeah lots of the work that we did was really just on my posture yeah. and actually Jordan she saw me on screen for the first time on set and she texted me afterwards and was like I I just can't believe it you got the posture perfect and like that was exactly That's what great. we had been working on yeah, yeah. and well, i mean well, i mean yeah. what we're talking about she has that innately this mm. job like i don't know if she ever trained blah 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 but in order for you to have it you had to do the training and that's yeah. kind of what we try and achieve is like we're giving you what the character has then you walk differently you talk differently mm. like i've worked with people that are playing boxers and it's like no go into a boxing gym and look how they walk around the gym yeah because they're not walking around tall and proud they're walking around hunched down like they're almost in a fight constantly mm. you have to realize that's like it's not just when they're doing it it's their whole personality it's quite an interesting thing that you had to portray someone that was gonna like not necessarily critique you but see you being them yeah, yeah. so we've, we've like talked to people before I think we spoke to Nick Holt about when he was played JD Salinger. Yeah. Obviously, he's not there to be like looking at him and telling him, I didn't yeah. sit like that. Right. But is that like, there must be certain, not, not necessarily like pressure, but you just want to get it right, I suppose. Then how do you do that? We did get to spend a lot of time together, which was very helpful. Um, and then there's lots of like, like footage of her but also like we would just text all the time I'd send her pictures of my wig I'd send her pictures of my costume and my makeup and she'd be like no it needs to be like this like it needs to be different that must be super helpful and in some ways like it's overwhelming but then in other ways it was like there was only one person who whose opinion mattered yeah. rather than like if you're playing a like a you know a star who's known like globally by everyone and everyone's got an opinion on them and maybe they're not around anymore then it's just like the rest of the world yeah, who, yeah, yeah. who have an opinion on it so it, it, it was nice that That's it was lovely. just yeah. one and did one you do that thing. side of it like when you're trying to pick up all the differences in how she moves and mm. that kind of stuff you just did that sort of on your own. There was this movement coach and he was called Toby Sedgwick and he did some of the, like, just we just figured out the walk and that was what he did for a lot of the characters the show is like all about the sex pistols and like understanding because they had their stage presence and like the way that we saw them on camera but also then like, you know, how are they when they're not 
Mm. you know mm. normality mm. Yeah. yeah it was good to work with him yeah i mean and, and george really mm. it was it was us figuring it out what have been like some of your favorite like transformations like working either on yourself or like with clients like mm. what have been some really well just like extreme Putting things it back Ooh. yeah yeah sorry we, we, we never <laughs> get like it. Like it. no 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 it's great um like extreme ones i think Tom Holland for Cherry, because he had to be a heroin addict, was pretty impressive. Mm. And he had to change during the film, which was quite fun to do. Yeah. So we had to go from school kid, college student, army, then heroin addict. Oh, my god! So they had to film it, heroin addict, college student, school kid, then army, because we had to, like, build him back up on the way through, like, chronologically through the film. So that was quite fun. Did he? Did you guys have some say in the in the way that that was filmed? Then not really. Like I remember them asking me right at the beginning, like how does it work? And I'm like, it's easier to it's easier to put weight back on than it is to lose it during Fast. a shoot. Yeah, that may be different depending on the person. It's like each way is different. But if you're shooting, because you have no time to train, it's so much easier just to feed him more than it mm-hmm. is to train more and not feed him. Yeah, and and I don't know if you can disclose, but like, what was the sort of like. I don't know weight change or like. I think what? he, I think he like dropped about twenty pounds, <gasps> or like put on twenty pounds. Well, he dropped twenty pounds at the beginning. I don't know how what, what he got to at the end, but he definitely yeah. looked like he'd put his weight back on again. Yeah. So yeah, it was quite Such a lot a of weight thing to do that as well. I think yeah. totally. A lot of people underestimate how hard it is to put weight on, like intentionally put weight on. Yeah, mm. and in a way that isn't that is good, not just eating shit. And you could change your shape if you're just not doing anything and eating it. It will go mm. to certain yeah. places. But one of my favourite sort of generic things about sort of transformations of people changing their body is how I don't know I'm not sure if it's a social media thing or what people see but they go oh eight weeks yeah I can do this and then everyone realizes it's so fucking hard to change mm. your body in eight weeks yeah, yeah. and it's because it's, it's six days a week eight that, weeks you have nothing else like you're not allowed yeah. to do anything else Mm-mm. that's it the favorite job. bit when I go well, you really want to do this yeah all right it doesn't sound like a long time <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a long time yeah Josh, what do you reckon people should do if they're a fan of this podcast? Oh, um, I think they should like it, share it, and subscribe to it. Well done. That's great. Yeah, I like that. There's, like, obvious physical transformations that you'll make for a a project, but, like, an actual shoot schedule is, like, relentless, you know? And, like, having a, you know, basic level of, like, good health Mm. and, like good stamina is so important in order yeah, yeah. to be able to, to just to get through it that's yeah. probably a really good we point talked. to jump onto like the game of thrones so well, that's what i mean so we, I talked remember, to, yeah. we talked to dempsey about it was that like in that his was episode full on schedule wasn't and it he like, was like they worked all night like for which for one of the big fight scenes it yeah, was like you the, worked all night for like yeah, the stunt team were on for like three months to be physically fit through that time must have been an absolute bonus. Yeah, so important. It was it was a long old time, and um, yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing. Like the stunt guys, like it's like such a incredible job, and it's always like, oh, they're like having so much fun. And then like when you just have like hundreds and hundreds of stunt guys, and they have to be in every single night, and they're throwing themselves off of buildings, and and it's like it's it's just like a lot. For yeah. them, Did you get you know? to do a lot of your own stunts? Was that uh, part of it? As many as I like felt comfortable doing, like they would always train me, and even on the ones where it ended up being my double, like I still would have shot them as well, which was really cool. And so on the day, like it would we just tag team kind of, and like when I was younger, it was nice to have a double because I would get so tired, like yeah. uh, you know, before the end of the day. And then as I got older, like we just trained together, and 
yeah, any of the like big stunt choreography, like we'd work with our own stunt double and then we'd also work with like the stunt double of like the other character. And then it just kind of became a lot more freeing because like someone's playing your character and so it can kind of be, I don't know, like as a silly little actor, your <laughs> ego can get... Just stop them and give, give them little tips. <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah. Just, just um, absolutely everyone that we've spoken to has been like, yeah, but I, like I wanted to do everything. Yeah, and when I they see. do it, it gets really annoying because like, I could have done that. But they've got to do it 20 times yeah. at full speed and yeah. if you did do it 20 times at full speed from behind where you don't need to be shot from that you're just going to get like knackered so you yeah. might as well just do the shit where it's like face on and I, the rest of the time let them do it right? there'd be like someone like there'd be the stunt take that we just did like playing on the monitors just like over and over again while they're moving camera and I'd walk past and be like Oh my god, I look so good. <laughs> <laughs> and it like wasn't me, wasn't it was my stunt like, double. I didn't okay. know I could do a backflip. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, do you know what? It just looks better when you do it. So <laughs> I guess because you grew up doing it. Yeah. And were the were the things that you had to do from like a physical perspective, like the the narrative of the character anyway, I'm mm. sure most people have seen the show, like mm. they know what She's an what, assassin. Yeah, exactly. She be- she becomes <gasps> super Spoiler. physical. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler. Bang. Like that's Obviously going to be part of it anyway, but was, was that something that ever kind of crossed your mind as you went along with it? Because what's the time span? What like How old were you when you started and how old were you when it It finished? was 10 years. Yeah. 12 when I started and then 22 when it So finished. the difference between a 12-year-old and a 22-year-old is mm. massive. Yeah. And is that, like, was that ever something that kind of you you had to think about in yeah. terms of, as a performer? Because, yeah, she was supposed to be, like, eight um, and so that I was already, you know, slightly older when I started, but then the aim was to, you know, keep me looking like as young as possible. But there was obviously all of this physical work. And then obviously, you know, during that time, like your body changes so much and like your hormones are going crazy mm-hmm. as well. And so it was like a really strange thing, like having to come back every time and wear the same outfit and like look at like as close to as I did like the year before but in terms of like the physical journey that I kind of went on every single series there was some kind of stance or like some kind of fight choreography whether it was like training or whether it was like an actual like fight it was just like the most fun and I'd always get to come in from the very beginning that we'd start filming and I would just be training in the stunt tent for like months and and then like even in between series I went and I would be training like at a local um, fencing class Uh which was really cool because my character in the book was written as Uh left-handed but I'm right-handed and 12-year-old me was like I'm gonna do it left-handed because I'm (laughs) Daniel (laughs) Day-Lewis so I started doing it left-handed and so whenever I you know would be outside of the show, I would still try and train with my left hand because it did take a long time to... You must have been so annoyed at yourself, like, later on, (laughs) like, why am I still... That's why I'm still telling people about it, because I did that. I'm going to go back and watch it and appreciate it. Do you know she's right-handed? Did you have... I remember talking to... Gwendolyn Christie, and she had that... She was saying she had, like, three different weights of sword. Right. Because I guess yours was a lot, it was a different thing, it was a lot smaller, but that was something I'd never considered before. Mm. That, like, when the scenes where they're, like, sort of waving it around, they had to use the heavy one so it looks real. Yeah. And the ones where you're just standing around holding it, it's Mm. way too heavy to stand around holding it, so you have a lighter one. Mm. And she said that someone that, like, people complained about it if they filmed bits with the the lighter sword because they'd be like you, you can tell. tell it's not the word I was like 
who the hell knows? Mm. Like, who yeah. the hell's like watching it's wild. it? It's wild. Like detail. <laughs> I suppose yours was like more of like a little jabber. Yeah, mine was a, t- a <laughs> That's tiny technical. Little. That's a technical thing. <laughs> yeah. I believe they call it a rapier. But I know <laughs> you. I know you went to fencing. No, no, no. it's a jabber. Dave, you also, a jabber. Dave has different fencing categories. Like you know, the long one and then the jabber and then like the flat one. That's what they call it. The jabber. That's a stabber. <laughs> and this is the one you just wave around. But like Gwen's sword <laughs> is taller. It was taller than me. Like yeah, Gwen. When, Gwen's sword was massive. Yeah, when I would see it leaning against the side like it I could like it was yeah, like, taller yeah, yeah. than I was and so having that at full weight like that's Mental. insane could you pick it up did you try and pick it up no I didn't <laughs> yeah. even try yeah, what's, the, what's that sword over. in the story the sword in the stone you were training to be able to withstand that stress for a like long period of time wasn't it it's like mm. holding something for a long period of time mm. and that's why you might not, like I, I like to think of our training when we go to the gym it's like it's nothing really complex about what we do. Really complex. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just really we have good secrets. <laughs> it's like basic like longevity mm. training. So you can do those long periods of yeah, like functional. The, the real spice of it and like the crazy tricks with like the dagger and like shooting a bow and arrow, like that is like a ten percent of it. But mm. like really in order to get to that point and like be able to nail that all the time everything that comes like before that is like more important the base level mm. yeah so base can... level functional fitness yeah jabbers <laughs> jabber <laughs> jabber you, yeah. you mean the jabber right yeah. level of fitness and then you can have your jabber <laughs> then you're allowed to jabber that's basically the plot of Star Wars isn't does it, it? <laughs> D- Dave's yet to be promoted to jabber level yeah. Yeah. was there a way was there like a difference in terms of how your like training was managed our background is or was in sport before we got into working in film and I remember working at the academy at Bristol City and mm. kids there, when they're training at like a certain intensity, there's like a tendency for certain types of injuries. I suppose like stunts, because a lot of it's almost like gymnastics in a way, isn't it? Like, yeah. Was that, was that something that they had to kind of think, all right, you're still a kid. You've done enough of this today. Or... Yeah, you know, the thing that w- would always get bad was my knees yeah. because you always end up going down to like your knee mm. on in some in any mm. of the like routines um and whether it was like a slight fall or whether it was like a stylized kind of like avengers land or whatever yeah. but like when you're training superhero that landing. yeah it's super, it. <laughs> good superhero landing <laughs> when like when you're training that every week just because you're learning the choreography i would always get like the I feel like you guys know better than me, but there's a couple. There's a couple of muscles. There's a couple of muscles up there, yeah. Right. You got, you're pointing out yeah. some muscles. You got a jabber. You got, <laughs> you got stop naming stabber. everything the jabber. <laughs> your jibber. Yeah. And um, they would like fuse together, you know, in like a big, big, big knot. And I mean, really, when you get that like clammed up, the like motion is really the lotion. So it's just like you get and you're like. Oh, my leg, I can't, I can't do it yeah. today. I need a day off. And they're like, yeah. why don't you just like keep moving it? And you're like, but when, but when you're growing, when you're actually growing, like that's that's what happens. Yeah. Your bones are growing faster than your muscles can keep up with. So you do yeah. get super tight, and it's like being a professional sports kid, like professional sportsman. Professional sports kid as a child. <laughs> it's like being a professional sportsman as a child. Is yeah. what I was going to say. There's so many things. Like there are professionals, but like gymnastics, as we they say, are professional yeah. sports kids, and their children. Yeah. yeah, and their children. Actually, and that was who my stunt double was. She was like the world champion. When Amazing. in gymnastics, when she was. What did she do? What gymnastic? Um, I think she did tumbling. Wow. She that's was very good at flipping. That's the, cool that's the cool one, yeah. That's yeah. the danger sport. Yeah. yeah. It's almost as dangerous <laughs> as the jabbers. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Isn't almost. that. That's really. If you're a child and quite short, that's like the useful. It's quite useful because you can do so much like 
rotation of gravity and you can yeah. rotate like loads yeah and That's so we would like do the whole stunt routine and there was this one speaking of Gwen we had this stunt routine where the two of us are just like kind of sparring in season 7 like it's not a real fight mm. um, and the point is is that even though Brienne's got like a massive sword and is like super strong um, Arya's like weaving in and out of her and like dodging all of her blows and uh in reality, I was not very fast <laughs> and not dodging that quickly. But the, my stunt double like would do the same routine, but she'd like add in all of these flips at different points. And like every time they'd do it through with us, and then like she'd go in and she'd like just riff and just like in any little moment where there was like a second where she was like waiting, she'd like do some just kind like of, freestyle, just like freestyle kick flipping and <laughs> kick flipping. If you're, <laughs> yeah, she's you're a skateboarder, yeah. she you're walking past board. the monitor later. Like, I don't even remember <laughs> having a skateboard earlier. That's did really they, impressive. They exist? <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> what have I seen? It's like the equivalent of of you kind of playing with the script a little bit isn't it exactly that's, like that's their how thing they would is movement mm. so yeah yeah it must add a lot physical to it. improv physical yeah, it's like when we go oh let's just throw a couple of lunges in yeah. there Whoa. two extra reps <laughs> so one of the points that we bring up in the show is talking about how being sort of physical and keeping active is quite good for mental health mm. and what you do or if there if there is anything you do if there's any like kind of practice that you have meditation or mindfulness or anything like that is that part of your life when you're when you're not working as a way of kind of regulating everything yeah exactly I do a lot of meditation and then I do a lot of yoga and I combine like the two of those as much as as possible it's like completely changed my life actually and I feel when I'm working as an actor you're like oh my gosh I never knew that life could be this amazing and then when you're not working, that can then feel like, uh, like... Because Game of Thrones, it was kind of like a constant thing, wasn't it? You, I, I'm assuming, yeah, I guess you didn't get the year. chance to have those periods, did you? Or was there big chunks of not, of not filming? Well, I think that's the thing. I saw it in other actors before I experienced it. Yeah. And also because even in the, you know, between se- seasons, I was at school or I was like, you know, I used to do a lot of dance training and like I had a lot of hobbies and things like as you do when you're a kid and then it's not until I moved out and I was on my own that I was like I remember all of those older actors who were very sad whenever they weren't working yeah, and I'm yeah, like yeah. now I now I get it <laughs> but it's funny um, isn't it like people yeah. don't have hobbies like you finish school or uni or whatever and then you just don't do things you're like anymore. playing you don't play no mm-hmm. not yeah. at all move your body and you don't move your body in certain ways or do certain things anymore. did you yeah. do you did you bring back any of the things that you used to do like dance and stuff like that or is it have you kind of replaced them with yoga and meditation and yeah i do a lot of yoga and meditation i started learning french which was really good fun i'd always wanted to do that i also uh make these weird little dolls they're not voodoo dolls <laughs> but you do um, put pins in them <laughs> they do put pins in them um I, you have i have to stick pins in them to make them because like all the felt like sticks to itself yeah, yeah, yeah. and then i make them like little clothes and stuff, do you stuff are they like sewn and stuffed or is it, it starts with um tin foil uh oh. and then i make like an armature like a wire armature for the body and then tin foil or like the chubby bits yeah, yeah. and then cover it in felt that's really cool that process like that, that must be really fun <laughs> to like so use your hands yeah. focusing but that's exactly it that's the kind of stuff that you would do in an art lesson or whatever yeah. and then I would have never done it because I was so shit at art but like I would enjoy the trying to do it yeah. does, oh, any, yeah. does anyone else know about this? 
Or is there just a room that no one else has ever seen <laughs> yeah. with a thousand, tiny a thousand tiny felt doors? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, every now and then, even my boyfriend will come downstairs and I'll be like, look, and it's just like some half-made doll. And he's like, very nice. Put it in the cupboard with the others. Good, yeah. Do you base them on real people or is it just you just make up little characters? They're up, yeah, that's very abstract. They can make a little film up with them. Yeah, maybe little I will one day. They'll become my little, yeah, my little felt characters. Walls and Have you got a favourite doll? I don't know. I guess the one that's like I spent the most time on. I'm still kind of working on her, really. Well, is I don't like even know big, if it's her. Is, is she like a full queen? body one? She's, she really, like a... she's like a slender man, but she's got a massive head. <laughs> and <laughs> is she, she like life size? Really long. No, like it's oh like wow, this she's long. Pretty, okay, pretty. she's like a foot and a half. And the head, she's... I would say, is like this, and then it's just like the body is like this, and then it, like the arms <laughs> just come like all the way down to her feet, um, which is can, kind of. Can we at some point? Can we do a afternoon? We want to do a afternoon. Can we bring in all the stuff and do it at the gym and make all our own slender mans? Absolutely. Fuck off an entire Honestly, day. Honestly, I thought yeah. you'd never ask. <laughs> yeah, you got it. I've been wanting someone already. to do it with forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's alive, alive. I'm so well craft along. We'll all get everybody that listens to the podcast. We'll all make little dolls. Yeah, so good. doing right. arts and crafts. Like we used to spend like an like a couple of hours a week at school doing cutting and sticking. Cutting and sticking. Yeah. Let me tell you, I was doing well mentally then. We talk about it all the time because I think yeah. that everyone just assumes the gym is like go and lift weights and mm. run really fast. Mm. That's the gym. Hang on a minute. Like, no, no, it is. That's what, like, that's what everyone that's what thinks, Josh. Stop thinks. it. <laughs> just doing it to do it and, and and having something that you do as a it's still exercise. Yeah. Like it's there is no goal to you making yeah, this doll just other than for the, the process of, of making it. a doll, yeah. which yeah. is how I see the gym. To be honest, there's no goal for me training. I just. I'd train when I need to train. Yeah, I think that was yeah. the point I was making yeah. before I said a little weird stuff. Was <laughs> having you really good. I, I, I went from laughing at you in about two seconds and nodding going, no, it's actually really good. <laughs> yeah, really Somehow he's brought it back around. <laughs> but just having having something that helps you to keep yourself in yeah. check. Because mm. a lot of, maybe a lot, of, I think a lot of people, a lot of my friends probably don't have that. Mm. And would go to the gym and just put pressure on being at the gym or pressure on work and just having something else yeah. that you do. We are very lucky. I mean, you similarly to us in our jobs where we kind of work in a fun environment that isn't sitting at a desk on mm-hmm. a computer we're surrounded by people we're very sociable in our jobs yeah so it that helps definitely mm. and i Absolutely. feel like people that don't have that need to have something where they can outlet yeah something of steam yeah yeah which is why when when you're at work you feel so much happier and then when you're left on your into your own devices, you have to make way creepy dolls. Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Have to, have to. <laughs> Otherwise, losing our shit. One um, of these gonna like randomly like break your arm. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be one of my little. He dolls counted wrong. <laughs> Does anybody else feel real pissed? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Before we move on to embarrassing story time, I might need to go for a wee. Don't let the door close because you get locked out. Okay, that's what happened to me. I'm back from a, from my wee. <laughs> how was it? <laughs> so, he does this um, all the time. That's how, if he leaves the room and comes back in. He went, I'm back. <laughs> I just thought it went quiet, so I was like, all right, we can start again yeah. by me announcing the fact I'm back from my wee. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> thanks. thanks. I mean, I'm here. Back. back into the studio. Uh, I was gonna ask thanks for having me, guys. I mean, I'm so happy to be I'm here. I'm going to ask you if it was a nice wee, but not necessarily. I mean, it's no. Mm. We don't need don't to get need to the to specifics. Know about that. We don't need to know about that. <laughs> we'll ask you after. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Embarrassing Stories time. We've always got some good stories from our guests. We'd love to hear yours though. Go onto our Instagram, Before the Lights UK, 
drop us a DM with your most embarrassing gym story and we'd love to read them. Have a laugh with you. Listen to the embarrassing stories. Da, da, da. I like it. Da, da, da. No? There we go. That's that done. <laughs> could be from anything, really. Could be from work, could be from the gym, could be whatever. Mm-hmm. We just want to hear it. Well, there, it, it was an embarrassing moment on set. It was a stunt scene that I was doing, but it wasn't entirely my fault, but I still felt really stupid. So I have my little, what did you call it? A boat and a jabber. 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 You should know the name of your own story. (laughs) So I have my jabber, and um, there's a scene where I um, am really angry with uh, the hound, which is another character who's like six foot tall, and he's like big guy and he just like beats me about and so I had my sword and I stick it in his chest but he's got like armor on so the tiny little sword is like warping in the light as I'm like trying to stab him in the heart (laughs) we were kind of playing around with it and the different weights weights of sword Mm -hmm. they were doing a really close shot of it so it needed to be the real weight but the real weight was harder to bend and so we're about to roll and we're just like figuring out the point on his chest that I'm going to hit and like then the stunt guy like just grabs the little like point that's in his thing and goes why don't you just put it and like goes to move the point and I flick the sword and like hit myself (laughs) in the eyebrow like right here and this is tiny little sword like smack myself in the face and like I didn't even know what happened like it happened so quickly but all I could hear was just like everyone going Ooh, <laughs> you want, want laughter at that point. You don't want everyone going. Uh, yeah, you want the laughter. Yeah. yeah, no, everyone was just going. Oh. Did you get a black eye or anything? Yeah, I had a massive la- like my forehead was. Like, <laughs> I've done that. A cone head, and I they had to shoot me from the other side for the rest of the day because every time I would eyebrow. turn my head, they would be like, "Okay, cut. Your head is not it." No, but if you hit your eyebrow, because there's no like, there's nothing between skin and eyebrow. It just goes boom. I, I did, I sideshow bobbed when I was, you remember sideshow bob? Yeah. I did, I wasn't allowed to do PE because it hurt my ankle. <laughs> so it was, it was athletics and we were doing long jump. So I was in control of just raking the sand. <laughs> there was two rakes, one in my hand, one on the floor, stood on one, no. smacked me in the face. Exactly the same thing. I had a golf ball on my eye. Everyone saw it. Yeah. Class That's the most important it. bit of that story. Yeah. It just looks like a. It just looks ridiculous. It's so weird. You that look, part yeah. of your head just Canadian. balloons. Yeah. I was literally just like, instant reaction to just go. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, <clears throat> don't cry, don't cry. And everyone's like, you okay? I'm like, mm, yeah. Let's just go for it. Let's just roll the camera. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we can't because you have a tennis ball on your face. <laughs> yeah, horrific. So, so that was kind of embarrassing. Good one. Good one. Was there plenty of ice and bag of peas? Yeah, there. I feel like they had a really good ice pack because there's always a medic on set, yeah. and like quite often they don't do anything all day, mm. which is great Whoa. because that's a good thing. Just, yeah. They're ready. They're ready. <laughs> they're ready at any moment, and we are grateful. They're lazy bastards. That's a good thing. We, we don't want them to. You no, know, exactly. We want to have a safe set, yeah. um, but obviously when something does happen, and they say medics are set, not an emergency, because obviously you don't want anyone like you know twisting their ankle trying to get to set because. Because you yourself in the eyebrow. Then it's obviously just very exciting, and the medic had something to do, and he had an ice pack, and what if they I do? They, this? I mean, um, oh, they love it. They, yeah. take, they take themselves very seriously, yeah. rightfully so, because it's and a then, very serious job. And they give job. you their stool, and I've sat down on the stool. It's like a like. Were you really playing up like, to it as well? You were like, oh. they, they are. <laughs> get down there, stay down, don't get up. Yeah, I sit down like, oh yeah, I just need another minute. The beauty, of, the beauty of their jobs is though they are trained to do like 
anything from people like twisting their ankle to like having a heart attack on set. Mm. My favorite part of their job is, is what they get most asked for is like <laughs> medic to set, non emergency, and they come like, yeah, I've got a hangover. Can yeah. I just have a couple of paracetamol, please? <laughs> yeah, and they're like, exactly. yes. Yeah. And you know how to take these every four hours. You're not allowed to take any other ones. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just give me some tablets, please. Thank you. Read Honestly. The back of it. Yeah. They got that big medicare and it's just full of Barocca. Yeah, yeah, there's loads of Barocca's. <laughs> Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from to hear from all the guests this series. I find it, like, super interesting, the stuff you do outside of acting. Yeah. So you got to be one of those... Like the busiest people. I don't know how many people realise you like acting, podcasting. podcasting. You've got your is it an app? Yeah, I had my company that I co founded. Yeah. Thanks, Daisy. Daisy. Production company. For creators. Yeah. Um production company, yeah. She's busy. Yeah. It's like is she's that a busy gal. Do you enjoy that as a way of like keeping yourself busy? Or have you always been one of those people that's just like kind of creative in that sense you've just got ideas and you wanna sort of see what something could be? I think that I was just really lucky like so many of us on the show that we just had all of these connections and even the connections that we didn't have like if we wanted to start something new like there was be someone in that field who you know would mm. want to help us out yeah and yeah i think i've you know always like had like had a lot of ideas and i didn't really know that i'd ever really do them but i guess i've just like met some really great people who i've been able to start projects with but I think it kind of is that thing. It's like, I, I, you know, if I could be employed doing, like, top-tier jobs, like, every, like every single month, like, I, I would do it. But the reality of being an actor, even after coming off of, like, such a successful show, it's like, it, it's just not really like that. You need to sculpt your career and be strategic and, like, you know, do projects that are fulfilling. And sometimes that means waiting, like, waiting a lot of time. And... You know, during that time, you could either solely do, like, yoga and meditation, but, like, in which case, I'd probably just, like, levitate off the face of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just watch you floating. Yeah, there she is. Going oh, past yeah. the shard. Maisie hasn't had an acting job for a while. Bring her back down. It's like a lantern. You have to have a little yeah. rope. Yeah. Exactly, pull you back down again. back in and there's a roll. And so, yeah, in between that, I think having these other... Like, having projects that I... And working with people that I can be on like twenty four seven, and then if something great comes, I can also then allow them to do it. Yeah. It's like kind of the dream, really. You know, if you don't get that part in that thing that you've been auditioning for for months, it's fine because you have a life that you mm -hmm. need to get back to, and uh, you know that you're needed for there as well. Yeah. So I yeah I think Lots it's definitely felt helped. dolls to be made. There's many so felt my many. my felt children need me. <laughs> 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 so good. Can you so can I put a request in that you make us a podcast mascot yeah that'd be nice we'll, we'll sit him in there in the middle yeah. of the table for the rest of yeah what, perfect I'll do that. I mean you're gonna yeah I mean like six to nine months <laughs> yeah. on that note on that note let's just wrap it up there let's shall we the on that promise <laughs> on that promise we'll wrap it up so yeah thank you very very much for coming on thank you Maisie thank it's you been, guys it's been one of my favourite ones I think Oh, really that's it. nice. Do you Just say that every time? Every single time. Actually, he doesn't. I'll have to give him that. He said it like once or twice. Yeah. So you're in, you're in the upper tier. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You're in my top. How many have we done? How many top? This is probably Three. number 15. <laughs> top, you're in top, <laughs> top 15 favourite. You're in the top 15, top 15 of 15. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I'll take it. I'll take that's it. a brilliant good category to be in. Great <laughs> anyway, thank, thank you. you very much for coming on. <laughs> thank, you, thank you. I love what you guys do. And I love being on the podcast too. So you that can come back. We'll have you back again in the future. Yes. 
Right, when you get we'll, the doll made, we'll do another episode. <laughs> we'll get yeah. the whole of the Frank Film Club in here, and we're just all squeezing a little room. And exactly. It'll we'll be watch, chaos we'll for Jimmy. We'll work out. We'll watch a film, oh, and then we'll do we? a hybrid. Can episode. we watch a film? The BTL podcast watch a film, and then we'll like train you guys. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So Perfect. <laughs> Amazing. We'll direct you, and you train us. I mean, so. here at the Levi Studio, I'm sure they we can have a little projector and watch a film. And, like, we can. Bags. We can do the whole thing. That could be a podcast. Can that be a podcast? Jimmy? Yeah. Probably yeah. very, very easy. Super niche podcast. Jimmy like. said Really so. random. But we'll film it. lovers who want to watch people watch films and talk about it. Watch a lot. People who want to watch films that the actor lost a lot of weight to do. Yeah, and we'll basically go, <laughs> he's so miserable right now. He's only eating celery for the last three days. It's actually true. We really want to... Uh, we've been trying to have che- like do Cherry for oh, really? on Film Club for a while. So like maybe we could do Cherry and then we could just do we it with just you guys. talk about Cherry. Yeah. We could do that. That'd That's be good. fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. Love it. Excellent. Happy. Well, there you go. I'll wrap this one up. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.